And we are back with Press X, a video game podcast where we go over the Nintendo news, whatever video game news we want to talk about, and at the end, talk about the games we are playing. With me here today is, as always, Mary Stowe, John Frisha, Greg Vargas, and Brett Larson. Okay, that was new. Last time I saved Greg for the end. Uh, Are Are we on a game show? yeah so uh we got to be kind of quick to get into stuff this morning i mean tonight because uh <laughs> we um we stopped paying for zoom about two months ago and it, and it let us ha- it let us have like like two months of free zoom like which grace awesome. period yeah, yeah a long grace <laughs> period where it kept telling me over and over hey uh are you, are you gonna pay us or what um they finally well, took it, it away you know, so. In all fairness, I tried to pay for it tonight, but it their, their website's payment. down. Yeah, it was down. So Rip. we got to go with the free version, which sucks. <laughs> I'm actually scared though that when it is back, that it's gonna be like, oh, okay, you want to pay us now? Here's all those months. <laughs> like it's gonna charge you for like three months that we didn't pay. Yeah. Can you imagine? Jeez, I think uh, it, I, I actually think that's a a, a big possibility. Uh, um, but yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get in straight into what the topics are today which is everyone's game of the year picks and maybe for john uh biggest disappointments because he doesn't like anything <laughs> john's biggest uh, disappointments plus everyone's game of the year and greg being a service guy you, you don't really have probably like very many uh game of the year picks right i mean i do but uh, few, right? i was actually going to bring that up to you because like <laughs> Man, like even Apex Legends, I looked at my my play count, my hours, and I'm sitting at 2,200 hours on Jesus. on Steam for, for this year. In total, but I'm oh, sure oh, I put okay. a stupid amount this year, though. Yeah, especially with level progression and and moving up in the ranks and trying to grind and kill grind oh. and new modes and playing new legends, figuring out what works, new guns. Like, there's always something to like keep me going and sink my teeth into yeah so, what, so what you're saying is five four three two one are all apex legends yeah. and <laughs> pretty much and yes. biggest disappointment of the year apex yeah. legends, apex legends. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah hey, uh, we should all do one uh disappointment of the year too me you and mary or if john does picks of the year one disappointment <laughs> yeah whatever we're winging I it baby yeah you guys do whatever the hell I you want think i'm like do i have a disappointment <laughs> of the year i've, pretty- I've got a couple that Filled like, with disappointment. Yeah, a couple that didn't live <laughs> up to it, but nothing crazy. Yeah, I got a few too that would that like I wouldn't necessarily say are bad, just games yeah. that I thought would be better, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we'll 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 get into it. We'll start things off with Mary. Mary, what is your number five wow. game of the year? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I have like my list in no particular order. Oh, here we go. No <laughs> oh, particular come on, order. Mary. You yeah, gotta be Okay, my number Who one needs will convictions be convictions when you can phone it in. My number one will be my all-time game of the year. How about that? But like the other All four, right. I don't know if I can put okay. in order. Well, just just maybe a little bit. You know, like try to make it a little in order, even if it's not perfect and it might change tomorrow, you know? We just need to okay. know what's the difference between two and one for you, because I know what both of them are, but I don't know which <laughs> yeah. yeah. one you're going to say. I think they're <laughs> obvious. Yeah, yeah okay, they're obvious, well, but I don't know which one will be one, though. Number five, then, Fire Emblem Engage. I played it at the oh, very beginning of the year. I forgot that was this that year. That was January, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Um, Man, what a long year. 
I know. <laughs> Feels like forever ago, but it was just really nice to see like a new mainline Fire Emblem game. Um, was it mainline though? That's the question. Kind of. It was like, well, it wasn't like a Warriors game, you know? It was like a new protagonist, but it was also more of like a celebration of the series. I think it kind of gave like myself and a couple other fans like hopes for like maybe ports of like other games, which we did see one come up on Nintendo Switch Online and which one it is is escaping me at the moment. Um, but yeah, it was just really nice to see like a good combat and strategy. It felt a little more classic Fire Emblem-y. Didn't feel quite as heavy on the life sim stuff, which mm -hmm. I don't mind. A lot of fans do mind. Um, but then just seeing characters from all the other games like make little cameo appearances basically like as uh like the engage like the rings that you summon yeah mm. it was fun uh it, yeah. it just it just wasn't th a three houses level good you know but it was good i thought yeah i really liked it i did enjoy it the the worst part was that it had so much potential with the story that it didn't really fully go there like it had like little moments that were like wow that was amazing i wish the whole game was like that and it, it just yeah it was yeah. mostly not like that yeah i think if the story had just been a little bit more next level like it would have felt like i don't know it just would have been that much better but it was still a really fun game yeah and i never went to that cave you told me to the entire time i played it and i beat the game <laughs> <laughs> i cannot believe you i don't know i don't know still know what cave you were talking about but i never saw me you never met the little cute <laughs> puppy with wings <laughs> no idea i don't even know what he looks like that, that's i'm not helping you with the Baldur's gate anymore Do no not. <laughs> no i need you <laughs> i need you for that game all right next up we got brett larson number five mm -hmm. All right, so I'm going to do my honorable mentions first because oh, here we it go. was such a hard no, it was such a hard <laughs> year. Like there's a couple of these that could have fallen into the top five that weren't. Yeah. Um, but honorable mentions: Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, Planet of Lana was almost in there. Oxenfree Two, Resident Evil Four, and Dead Space. So I mean, those are all super close to being in the top five, but just fell outside. <clears throat> and also, I have to start with one thing: Brit's given been giving me shit about something all week. And he misunderstood what, what I was saying. <laughs> You're going to know. Oh. Last week when we were talking about um, Baldur's Gate 3, <laughs> I mentioned something about turn-based combat, and I didn't mean that I thought Baldur's Gate was a JRPG. I know it's not a fucking JRPG, okay? <laughs> but, you said it's a I, JRPG. <laughs> what, I said, what I said was I don't like it because I don't like JRPGs because of their, their – a lot of JRPGs are turn-based combat is what I was trying to say. And part of the reason I'm not into those is so many of them are turn-based. But John immediately like corrected me. He's like, well, it's not a JRPG. And I knew that. But but then Brett texts me after the show. He's like, I can't believe you said Baldur's Gate was a JRPG. I was like, I didn't fucking say that. I, no, I, knew, I knew what you meant all along. But I, was I still had to give to you say, shit for it. Yeah, I wouldn't be sure I'd like it because part of the reason I don't like those is the, the turn-based stuff. Yeah, but I was telling you, like, JRPGs come in all shapes and sizes. No, they, I, I know. They could be action. But, they could be. But, but, but when I think turn-based, the first thing I think is JRPG. Yeah. In all fairness. Mm -hmm. So, anyways, that's what, what I meant. I knew. 
knew it's not a damn JRPG. <laughs> so anyways, I just had to, to put that out there in case anyone else at home thought I was an idiot like Brett getting shit for me. It's so. all right. Someone will make a mod where all the character names are Japanese. Like, there we go. Every, everyone suddenly named Tezuka. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Yosuke. All right. So so this top fight was super hard. Um, because honestly, like... Yeah, it like I I could slot even the number five up to number one the, somewhat. So, but number five for me uh, was Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, <clears throat> I know it didn't resonate with John and Brett as much. I feel like this game was very hit or miss for people. Uh, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that were in the middle with this game. People either really liked it or were pretty sour on it. And I was in the camp that really liked it. I enjoyed it like. <clears throat> I haven't played all the Final Fantasy games. I've probably played like, I don't know, six or seven of them, something like that. But this was, other than Final Fantasy VII, probably the most memorable one for me. And man, I just, I just, I, I know we joke around about Clive's acting. How it's like, Joshua! I, I just thought Clive was really good. He was a really good actor. Like he had emotional moments and... Man, the set pieces in this game were incredible. Like the big boss fights were super cool. Like if 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 anyone's thinking about playing this game, at least play it for the boss fights. The boss fights were incredible, especially the boss fight versus Titan. Like that was awesome. And I know it was like a little bit long in the tooth. Like it shouldn't have been that long, but it was mm. very very cool. <laughs> so um, that would be my number five is Final Fantasy sixteen. Awesome, John. Biggest disappointment of the year, number five. <laughs> uh. Come, come, come back to me. You, you do yours first. Wait, are you really doing disappointments? <laughs> I, I am now apparently. So I'm going through a giant list right now of like games in general and just making sure I have my ducks in a row. All right, all right, sounds good. <laughs> well, I'm still making my top five. So Greg. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are <What> was... prepared. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. I was gonna say I don't, I don't care if this game didn't come out in 2023. I played it in 2023. And more games from PlayStation should come to PC faster than this it's like long delayed because it came out in November like 2022 and I didn't pick it up until this year. But Miles Morales on PC was absolutely gorgeous. Had you know, I played Spider-Man PS4 not too long ago, but I had been sitting on this and it was in my backlogging. I said, screw it, I'm gonna just play the whole game through. Brett said, You need to play it, it's an amazing game and it's short. And I did. And the other funny thing about it is that <clears throat> I not only played the story, but a lot of the side missions that I would normally skip over. And I'm still like picking away at like the small side quests and stuff and whatnot. But I did a lot more than I thought. Love the combat, love the visuals. It was like between cinematics and gameplay, just super fluid. And I wish more games would come to PC from PlayStation a lot sooner than they have been. But there's been a steady flow, and I'm looking forward to Spider-Man 2 when it comes. Awesome. I wish more games would nice. come faster to PC. It sounds like a PC problem, Greg. I'll say. Nope, nope, nope. definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. You enjoy your GRPGs, and I'll enjoy my uh, PlayStation games coming to PC at a later hey, date. There's, there's lots of indies that I play too, okay? All right. Oh, like Baldur's Gate 3? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is That's a JRPG an and an indie. <laughs> it is technically, I, th I believe it is technically an indie. Well, I mean, it is an independent I think it is, huh? I think it is yeah. an indie. Which yeah. it was not which nominated at, during which, the Game Awards for, for a best Which game. probably yeah. makes more than a lot of 
AAA developers out there in terms of profit. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wonder how much they're going to make off that game, not to get too far into the weeds. Probably like, gosh, like a billion dollars. I mean, maybe not that much. I said last week that the the sales numbers were somewhere around 22 million. And so if we're doing some, you know, loose math on it, that's pretty close to a billion dollars. 22 million units sold, right? Yeah. Okay, and it's not like on sales right now, so it's at least like fifty, sixty dollars. I think I saw it lowest was or highest discount was twenty five percent off. Okay, so yeah, forty to sixty bucks somewhere around there, and yeah, and not that's not even so, including. I don't think they're like limited editions that they had, and because yeah, those are that still game on is back order. Yeah, that's gonna make a stupid amount of money. <clears throat> All right, good for them though. <clears throat> yeah, well deserved. Now here we go. My number five, first off, I got to give a few honorable mentions. Baldur's Gate 3 I have not played enough of, but I'm 98% sure this will end up being my favorite game of the year. It's just is what it is. Wow, It's amazing so far. I love it. I love the characters. I love the story concept. I love that it's How basically... How dare you do that to Starfield? I love that it's basically <laughs> Dragon Age with turn-based combat. That's That's what it feels like to me, honestly. And I'm not a fan of, like, the rolling, like things are all like chance i don't really like that but as a save scummer that doesn't really affect me overall because i'm still gonna say i'm gonna do do whatever i want yeah you want a little piece of advice for if you like all four people miss a skill like a insight check or something just go swap party members really (laughs) yeah it's like if you're if you miss everyone misses a perception check like everyone in your party missed it, but the people not in your party oh. didn't miss it. <laughs> Interesting. So is, yeah. isn't that kind of like cheating though? Like safe scumming? I mean, oh, yeah. I, hey, I, I do that stuff. Okay, look, you're basically supposed to in a game that hard from my yeah, understanding. Okay. Right. Look, there's clearly a wall there. I'm clearly not perceiving a button. <laughs> I wanted the treasure, so I did what I had to do. <laughs> yeah, like or you there, are some, there are some times where I'm like, I'll let it slide. Like if I fail, like uh like a roll during a persuasion or something. I'm like, yeah, I'll just see how this plays out. If it's not that bad, I'll just roll with it. But if I fail a persuasion... Roll with it! Hey. Oh. 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 And you see me rolling! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but yeah, then I'll just roll with it. But if not, then I'll just rewind time and just do what I want. It's not really a chance game to me. It's it's a decision game like, like Dragon Age, basically, because I'm a cheater. But I'm playing the way I want to. <laughs> Cool. Anyway, so yeah, I had to shout out that. It's most likely going to be my favorite game of the year. Um, but maybe it'll keep being too hard for me because I am struggling a little with the combat stuff. I've been asking Mary for advice, and then she tells me stuff to do, and, and I have no idea like what the, she's talking about. The, I'm the playing lighter the mode. Yeah. yeah. Lore. <laughs> and I shut off. The, the enemy cannot even get critical hits. I'm still having trouble. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I knew this would happen to you. PC gaming is just too hard for you. (laughs) It's my builds, man. I I know that I'm missing something with my character builds. And I will say, I forgot to say this to Greg, as the ambassador of PC gaming, you playing Miles Morales, (laughs) I'll allow it, all right? I I don't want you playing that much horrible console games on PC, but... Since I am the resident PC gamer of the group, I will allow it that you play <laughs> Spider-Man on that platform that I, that I now am the king of. Okay. Do yourself out. Next up. Excellent. I got to shout out Resident hey. Evil 4. It's not on my top five, but it was really good. It just wasn't the original, so that makes it not as good. And I'm probably <laughs> never going to play it 
like I'm never going to choose it over the original. Like anytime I want to replay Resident Evil 4, like it has not replaced Resident Evil 4 in the same way that something like the Shadow of the Colossus like remaster did. Like I'm I'm probably never go back to the PS2 version of that game and play like 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 Shadow of the Colossus. I'll play the remaster. But when it comes to Resident Evil 4, because it's more of a remake and they changed a whole bunch of stuff and got rid of horny Leon, I'm just I'm I'm always gonna play the the original. But number five, and I haven't, I feel like I sort of skimmed, so this could change tomorrow, and if it does, uh, not tomorrow, but like next week, if it does, I'll, ch- I'll change my top five. But right now, in the moment, Planet of Lana is my number five favorite game of the year. That Fantastic indie game, amazing music, platforming, puzzling, a beautiful art style. I highly recommend everyone play. It's not very long. Pacing's really good. The story's like one of them. Not much dialogue, but it's sort of telling like an emotional story, you know, very uh, artsy indie that we always see. But I, th- I thought they pulled it off and I loved it. I know Brett played it. I think he's the only one. Yeah, that just missed my top five. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next up is Mary, number four. Uh, This game did not come out this year. Has didn't come out even Ooh. in the past 10 years. <laughs> I played it for the first time this year, and Brett's going to give me a slide on this, probably. Uh, Persona 4 Golden is the number go. four. There we go. I'll allow right. it. All right, all right, all right. One of the best I games played, of the year. played it at the beginning of the year as well. Spent a lot of time on it. Uh, it lived up to all the hype, which I'm always like, I guess apprehensive whenever people like hype up games to me a lot. Like, oh my God, this is one of my top fives. Like, it's so good. You're going to love it. I'm like, okay, but am I really? And I did. So. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. That's exactly how I felt, how I feel about Baldur's Gate. Like, I feel like no one really sat me down and looked me in the eye and said, Brett, this is a Brett game. You will love this. And uh, yeah, I ended up loving it. But Mary, I I told you over and over how amazing it was. I'm surprised it hit up to, it like hit the, that standard that I set. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very good. And like, I mean, I probably could have beaten it a lot sooner, but I am how I am with those kind of games. Like I spent a lot of time with like fusing personas, making sure I was like well equipped. It was challenging at parts, but like I loved all the characters, the music, like it's, it's very, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I think I regretted putting it on normal because like when you start a game, I, I'm, I'm always just like, you know, I'm playing on normal. That's why I usually pick. Mm. But I didn't know the game was actually going to be pretty challenging, at least for me. It, it was like when I was just getting into JRPGs, it was like all the way back in 2013 um, or like maybe before that because it was on Vita. It's like 2012. And I struggled with it, like the game, like the like the difficulty and you can't change it mid game. I don't know if you can nowadays, but you couldn't on Vita. Mm. So I, I was remember. like grinding and trying to figure stuff out. And yeah, it was, it was awesome though. It, yeah. I was, maybe I was like already pretty decently equipped for like some of the, like the bigger fights because like I was grinding because I was like, mm. I had to have the pretty persona, <laughs> which is also very, very strong. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Such a special game. Fantastic. It's funny. Cause I was literally just thinking about persona as I was talking about Baldur's Gate. Cause I was thinking, is there still any other game that I care about the characters more than Persona 4? And I'm one like I, I'm wondering if there ever will be, because I don't think there will be. I like those characters like more than any other game characters. <laughs> hmm Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to think of characters about, on that level. What about, what about Abby from The Last of Us 2? You you can't like a yeah. character more than her. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> She's so special. <laughs> I think about her all the time, but not in a good way, in an anger way. <laughs> 
All right, next up is John. Uh, John go or... yet for his no, number No, John five? didn't go. No, <laughs> he no. didn't go for his number so, five, so you got five oh, and four. So I, I, so I went through Wikipedia's entire list of games that allegedly released <laughs> in 2023, and I, I was able to come up with four games that I considered like really good and four games that are disappointments, and I couldn't get to five on either one. That's fine. Okay, let's, so. let's get number four people because technically yeah. we're on to number four now. So yeah, yeah, that's true. So that, that let's, works. Let's out. hear. Let's hear both. One favorite, one disappointment. Right. So good games. I uh, I forgot that this came out this year. Apparently, it did. Vengeful Guardian Moonrider, which was an hmm. indie game from Joy the Masher. Fuck is that? It's a it's like Guardian. It's a it's like Mega Man X meets like Strider. Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, I think okay, I think okay. Greg played it at least a little. Yeah, right? yeah it's pretty yeah. short. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah it's very short. Yeah, you can easily beat it in one sitting. But it's just very fun, old school, like sixteen bit. And that's kind of like a Sega Genesis gameplay aesthetic and the visuals. But it's just yeah. it's just really Real fun. Grungy looking. Yeah. If that's what you're in the market for, like you won't be disappointed. The game plays exactly how it looks. If, if you're just looking for something that just apes like the old side-scrolling ninja games and Mega Man X simultaneously, that's the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, play that that's if cool. you're into that sort of thing. Disappointments. Uh, this is... Spider-Man 2. No, <laughs> actually, no. I, I genuinely, I don't consider that game a disappointment, okay. strangely yes. enough. Like, it was exactly in the range that I expected it to be. I didn't love it, but I enjoyed it the, the amount I expected right. to. So yeah, I don't okay. consider that a disappointment. Okay. But I'll start disappointments with Like a Dragon Ishin from the start of Ooh, the year, the yeah, samurai a... game. Like <clears throat> I was a little apprehensive about that one going in because just something about it, for whatever reason, it didn't look like it would click with me as much. And it didn't. Um but I'm ranking it low in my disappointments because I had that feeling in advance that it wasn't going to click with mm. me like the others. So, because, so it didn't you know, hit you that hard yeah. compared to the others. Is there is there yeah. a reason it didn't click like the? Because I know like, you love that series, right? I, I I just think the gameplay sucks. Like <laughs> like the combat just doesn't feel fun to me, and like to an unusual degree, the the it felt like a large part of that game was like fetch quests and random crap like that which isn't overly yakuza to me it's like just a lot of it like the formula of the game i just didn't think was that good so like it just felt like a step back compared to literally every other game i'd played in the series but that's okay so that's number four i guess (laughs) all right then we got greg is next or no brett was next right so i'm gonna do my i'm just gonna do one disappointing game and like you said, Brett, like, I don't think there was any, like, super, I was, like, super disappointed in. Like, in years past, I could almost always name, like, a game I was like, oh, my God. I That didn't live up to what I thought it was going to. <clears throat> but, and really, this game should be forespoken. However, I never had any <laughs> expectations for that game. So, really, I just knew what it was going to be. So, that's not disappointing for me. But I would say probably Atomic Heart. Mm. And, and I say this with a grain of salt because I somewhat enjoyed my time with it but i had like these lofty expectations where i thought it was going to be super cool and it was so much different than i thought it was going to be it was actually like very puzzle heavy and that's fine i enjoy like games that are puzzle heavy but it was just not what the 
previews and trailers made it out to be a very different game than I was expecting. And like I said, I didn't hate it, but it was, it's probably if I was looking at, at um, disappointments, that's probably it for me. And then yeah, four and three are very tough because if I put number three at four, I, I gotta say I'm, I'm a piece of shit. So, <laughs> so, so I think number four and this, this, Number four, at, at some point, like right after I played it, I said that it could be my game of the year. And honestly, it's some like it, it very well could be. Like, I loved this game, but Bramble the Mountain King, mm. I adored this game. Like, it was, mm. you guys know I love my indies. And it was just, it was just the perfect Brett Larson game. Like, it, it's a, <clears throat> I wish it was a little bit longer because, like, the experience I had with it was so good. And it was like you're playing in a storybook and there's a narrator and um, it's like you're playing in these Nordic fables. And if you, you know, the, the word I probably use even more than the expanse is Nordic. I love I love anything set in a Nordic setting. It's very cool. How and, arrogant of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was just so cool. Like the, this little kid's sister gets stolen and he's got to try and get to her to get her back. And along the mm -hmm. way, he goes through all of these adventures. And it's just like some of the, so like the bosses. Too. Yeah, some of it's like mm -hmm. like straight up scary as hell. And like some of the bosses are like are pretty horrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's really cool. I love that game to death. And like I said, at some point it was it was uh teetering on my game of the year. So that would be number four. Awesome. Awesome. Next up is Greg fourth favorite game i am gonna choose something that probably had a lot of heat coming into the year and then when it launched but the the i think the viewership's kind of gone down on it but i still find uh enjoyment in putting in a few matches but street fighter 6 um came out swinging i feel like they did a lot of updates in terms of um you know, entry points for new players, uh, button layout, accessibility, um, kind of story building, world building, but also keeping a lot of the core mechanics that made Street Fighter, um, you know, so much fun over the years. Especially like I was like super heavy into Street Fighter 4 and then 5 I played off and on, but nothing really drew me in. But then 6 came out and I've found it in heavy rotation you know i'd play a couple matches matches of apex but then i'd jump over to street fighter and i'd be like oh, i'll play one or two and i end up playing online for you know a couple hours or something like that and and you know you forget how many times you can go head to head with somebody and you want to beat them you know best two out of three so you guys are both up back into matches and and just finding new challenges out there but i i do think that um you know if street fighter can come back than the Tekkens and the other games out there in the fighting genre. You know, there's there's a lot of space in in 2024 for more fighting games. So bring it on. Tekken's right on the horizon, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Which looks like uncharacteristically beautiful. Yeah. I mean those games are ridiculous. Yeah, like insane. <laughs> like given that the final product will look like what we've seen so far, it looks unreal. It's Unreal Engine 5, so Oh damn! And it looks like that. it's okay. firing on all cylinders. So yeah, yeah, it should be real exciting. Looks gorgeous. All right. Next up is me, I think. All right. 
<laughs> I will say disappointing. Now, this one is probably going to be controversial because I still really liked the game, but it wasn't yeah. as good as I thought it was going to be. Final Fantasy 16. Alan Wake 2. You motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Get up. I'm done. Get the fuck off. I just, I'm done. you know, I loved it, I'm, but I I'm did. I'm logging out of Zoom right now. I'm I like, thought I it was a step it, down. I, <laughs> I am leaving right now. Leave meeting. <laughs> the combat was a step down compared to the first game. There was pretty much no combat. And it was very clunky there, obviously, uh, going the Resident Evil 2 remake route. So they, I thought they sort of dumbed things down a bit. Um, and it disappointed me in, in the combat area, but also like the story I felt most of the game was so chaotic that you don't really know what's going on. And I don't really like whenever you have to wait till the very end to be like, Oh, like I wish it was more understandable and entertaining throughout the full experience and not just like a mystery the entire time. Mm. Um, but like, but like some of the acting was amazing. The song part that everyone knows about from the game awards was probably the best part of the entire year when it comes to video game experiences, which is funny because it's like a disappointing game, but that moment <laughs> almost like set my expectations so high like man what's next after that and then the game just sort of stays like you know just average the rest of the time in my opinion not average but like 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 the the beach on the lake that was so good yeah i mean it it wasn't it wasn't that level good but it was it was solid too yeah it was good but that part like the combat i didn't think was very good so I, i don't know yeah but still it wasn't it was great it just wasn't like I was expecting it to be one of my favorite games of all time, like the first one is, and it, it wasn't. So if we're doing disappointments, I guess it's sort of a disappointment. I can't believe because it. Because my expectations were so high. But anyway, number four, little indie darling you guys might have heard about, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Ooh, number four. That was almost my see. That was that was almost my number four, and I said I would feel like a dick if it wasn't if it was number four. <laughs> so I didn't put it in number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're gonna talk about that one a lot. So we'll just go straight to to Mary. Or no, yeah, right. to Mary. We, we probably should yeah. uh, speed up a little. She can do this in two minutes. Oh two minutes. yeah, yeah, two minutes. Yeah. Though. Uh, well, I will do quick shout outs real quick for uh, honorable mentions. Honorable All mentions. Right. Yeah, a story of seasons, a wonderful life, Venba, Last Case of Benedict Fox, Resident Evil Four remake, Metroid Prime Remaster, Dead Space remake. Um, mm. And then my number three also didn't come out in 2023, but it came out December 2022, Mary. so it's close enough. Uh, <laughs> the Final Fantasy Crisis Core remake. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to yeah. play that. Brett, so, you should really play that before good. a remake. I, I mean, no, I know. I keep, I keep forgetting. It's not I, super I, long. Um, okay. Even for someone like me who did like quite a bit of like some of the side stuff the side stuff feels pretty optional um it just kind of helps like some leveling yeah but i don't like the side stuff in that game it's so i didn't think i could like a protagonist in that like little series more than cloud but like zach stole my heart i Mm. love him yeah (laughs) i keep hearing zach is great i never he's wonderful he's just a totally vanilla good guy hero and it works it works so well yes he's just i just love him yeah so but it was a very very good game um I, it's one of those games that, like i streamed and like it had me looking forward to like streaming so that i could play it more so it's it was very very good i'm, I'm glad i listened to people and finally pulled it out of my backlog and played it <laughs> yay 
Yep. So Rebirth is out in February, right? I know we're yeah. short on time. All yeah. right. So I might have time to play that before Rebirth. I think you will. Yeah. All right. We will be right back after this message. There's no. Right. Let us know. Let us know, Brett, <laughs> if it's if it's ten minutes. If it isn't, you know, just send the invite or whatever. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Because it might not be ten minutes. It it was starting to not be ten minutes. So we'll see. All right, let you know. See you. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Next up, <laughs> Mary. Part. Third favorite game of the year. Did it? Yeah, she did hers. Yeah, I thought that was you uh, only did disappointing. No, no she did. No. What was it? It was. Uh, I don't have any disappointments. Oh, okay, never mind. She's all positivity. She did. She did honorable mentions, and then she yeah. did. Oh, her, that's what it was. Number three. Mentions. Okay. What was your yeah. number three again? I forgot. It was. Uh... <laughs> I forgot too. Oh my god, we literally <laughs> did it. I know, I know but it was such a long we, time we, we ago. We said so many. We've said so many games. What was your number three? Crisis Core that, remake. That's, that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> and we're all very happy about it. I didn't even and believe she did it. Yeah. We like went into oh, details. Pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> we were just fixated on Greg, is all. Yeah. yeah. Well, plus we've heard so many games and like this. Our listeners segment. are going to be confused about because it's just going to be like an instant snap back and. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Them, I know. That's but... why I'm like the listeners are gonna be like, "What are y'all talking about?" Yeah. I mean, this why are they literally? For us, it's like an ongoing saga of Greg just completely disappeared. <laughs> yeah, he might be back. He might not. We'll see. So... Yeah. Next up, though, after Mary, who was it usually? Was it Greg? I think it, I think it's normally me. Okay, I thought I thought, I thought oh I thought we were at me. Oh. I thought I think it was Mary me. Then you. we literally well, forgot if you, everything. If you want to go, John, it's that's fine. Well, if you didn't go. didn't I basically start number four? Yeah, so I think yeah. Brett, I think Brett got the the second round, like the order messed up from the first round. So <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you can you can go ahead, John. Again, we're winging it, baby. Yeah, our listeners right. love our free and loose nature. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, um, I guess starting with the good again. Uh, this was number two, but I pushed it to number three because I remembered another good game, Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. I mean, I love this game to death, as I said. Like, for me, it's a nine out of ten. For a regular person, I don't know, maybe more like an eight out of ten. It really depends on your familiarity with the series. It's a terrible game to jump into as your start to the franchise, but if you're accustomed to the franchise, it's just awesome. It's just all the things you like about the series, but in like a more bite-sized set up because it's all kind of a giant lead into infinite wealth that comes out in january and that's preemptively is, my game of the year yeah which is going <laughs> to take over your life for a couple months yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll just be playing that non-stop and then the instant i'm done final fantasy 7 rebirth will come out and then it'll be that uh, all over again yeah. so that's gonna suck yeah. but that's awesome though that two games that good are coming <sighs> and then disappointments number three Armored Core Six Fires of Rubicon, man, and and you were so excited for this one too. So yeah, Yeah. that's the thing. This is another game that's like actually, it's actually really good. I think it's a very good game. It's just that like, I, I, I quit on it. Like I think at the start of chapter four, and I think there's five chapters, out of just like a sense of monotony that like the game does give you access to lots of different builds. And I'm sure at some point it's, it's a me problem that I couldn't make certain builds work, but like 
if I was using the heaviest killing machine that like weighs a bazillion tons, but it has a billion bullets, I could basically win any old mission. Mm. But I didn't want to use that strategy all the time. It was just the only thing I could get to reliably succeed each time. Gotcha. And I I just reached a point where I got tired of doing the same things to win every everything really over and over again. And also thing i loved about armored core 2 like 20 years ago was the the arena of like one-on-one -on -one battles was so good and fun and there'd be the steady difficulty escalation um <laughs> greg brett's full of lies to greg in our <laughs> chat <laughs> um, but that's good anyway to really quickly conclude what i was saying armored core 2 the arena was just really fun like and i spent hours and hours just steadily climbing the ranks of the arena and in armored core 6 the arena is like brain dead simple and you can beat it all just with the same heavy build so like i don't know i feel like there's some magic lost about what i liked in the series 20 years ago which is the only other time i played it and i'd sound like a hypocrite if i sounded like some hardcore fan but uh that's cool in conclusion armored core 6 i think is a very solid game but like it's i don't feel like it's that inviting to doing a lot of experimentation unless you're just way better at the game than i was apparently yeah. i got a i got a friend sean who just won't stop talking about that game that that was his game of the year like he's <laughs> absolutely loves it <clears throat> did you ever get the controller issue to stop like you were saying that like when when you'd push the button yeah. in it wouldn't work or something. I so that was when I just ended up changing strategies altogether. Mm, that okay. <laughs> when I changed strategies, it became less of an issue. Okay. So, yeah. But yeah. All Moving right, next on. Up I, is... I, I was like, John, I'll send you a controller and then maybe yeah, yeah. play it. <laughs> I just I've literally six... started playing the game a new way after that. Yeah. I've only got six PS5 controllers. I I imagine I could probably <laughs> give me one, then, all right? I got one. <laughs> one. No, Actually, Brett, you can't get any new controllers till you send me those Dreamcast controllers. I'll send them to you if you send me a PS5 controller. <laughs> Brett, Do go ahead and send him a PS5 controller. <laughs> I know there's something. Oh, Brett, send me a Switch controller. I'll send you a PS5 controller. Dude, I send would, him a Dreamcast controller. But Cole just broke one of the Pro controllers, <laughs> like, and now I'm I'm down one. Oh, no. so, see, see, those are expensive. He threw it in anger, and the R button broke. Yeah, uh, that's that's happens. something I would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is Brett Larson, number three. See? Speaking of uh, throwing controllers, uh, this is really quickly. Oh, I still remember as a kid, um, you know, the old, old TVs that were like the, it was like, it, it was as deep as it was wide. It was like just a big giant box. Any old and CRT. Yeah. Yeah. And the screen was like, <laughs> yes. And the screen was glass. I still remember like as a kid, I was, <laughs> I was playing one of the, I think it was NBA live or something like that. My brother beat me and I chucked the controller into the, into the screen and it just, bing, just bounced off of it. And nothing happened. Like if you did that nowadays, it would destroy the TV. Those, those things were just <laughs> built like a freaking tank back then. They just were like ricocheted off it. Nothing wrong. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. So my number three, um, to the disappointment of Mary once again. I mean, at least it made my top three, okay? Unlike <laughs> Brett's. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And, the hey, being in my top three is not a knock to this game. Like, the, the top know. three are very interchangeable. But, um, yeah, I, I love this game. And, I, I mean, every one of us have tons to say about it. But What was it? I missed it. T-O-T-K, <clears throat> Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, okay. Totka. Totka. Yeah, Totka. Totka. <laughs> 
just an awesome game. I, I think one of the most memorable things about this game is how much fun it was that we were all playing it and we were all discussing it at the same time. And like, there was all different mm -hmm. stories like, where are you at? Oh, you haven't done this yet. Oh, uh, here's what I'm doing right now. Oh yeah. I haven't done that yet. It, it was just really fun. Like, I think it took over our podcast for like four or five weeks. <laughs> it's like all we mm -hmm. talked about. And it was really cool. Like I was texting Mary the night it came out. I was like, Oh my gosh, the opening is so good. And like, yeah, I just, that was a special game. And uh, yeah, obviously like Brett said, everyone's going to have, Plenty to say about it, but that was my number three. <clears throat> awesome. Next up is Greg, number three. My number three is also Tears of the Kingdom. Also, no, I, I mean, I, I still, I carried a lot of the same. Just, um, I felt like there were some shortcomings to it, performance-wise. It was okay. I expected a lot more, especially for the world being so much bigger, um, going from the sky to the ground to you know the underneath areas and I, I mean it was still a beautiful game i just felt like visually you know whatever whatever comes next for switch i hope that you know some some performance visual performance increases will be there for tears of the kingdom because i feel like it could even be an even better game um some of the combat i didn't really like um it was a, little, a lot harder I felt than Breath of the Wild, but I still felt like I it, it was. was uh, in terms of the combat, I thought the final yeah, boss was extremely. Uh, tough. It, it, oh, it was ridiculous. Ganon, in terms of like what you, hard. Yeah, yeah, what you Ganon can was... do early on, I felt like is is where the pains and frustrations came in. But you know, like I said, for like Brett said, you know, everybody was playing at the same time. We were all at different portions. We all had different progression before we were you know, going to temples and, you know, getting things, hints to what to use, where to go next, how to get things, you know, looking up guides. It was just, it was a, a nice time in, in, in gaming where everybody could kind of share their thoughts and, and there was a ton of other people playing it and, and, you know, the videos of people making these crazy contraptions on yeah, social media cool. feeds, that was like even more fun to see. So I think it, you know, at least in the top three or in my top three. Lots of giant robots with big penises on on Twitter. Favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Favorite part. <laughs> ten out of ten. And the best one was the one where the the testicles exploded. <laughs> I liked the crucifixion of the Korok with the oh lightning bolt. Oh yeah, that was good. That was that was. I was really say good. the little the rotating <laughs> cooking the Korok. Oh yeah. Was, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah some, some people are really like imaginative. That's I just never a... even mess with any of that stuff. So the entire yeah, I didn't do game. a lot either. I, I like yeah. seeing those like massive like dragon killers that have like lasers all over them and they were just yeah, like yeah <laughs> those were crazy the game just fucking breaks down as soon as these are launched <laughs> <laughs> and then just like a couple months back there was the godzilla out of nowhere yeah. that was incredible <laughs> i didn't see that like, one. oh yeah <laughs> oh man like yeah like it was like straight up made godzilla and the, the 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 tears of the kingdom developers they were asking like a very recent interview like what really impressed them about player creations and one of the devs was like oh man the godzilla like oh, that's like, awesome that's really yeah. funny yeah that's really cool all right next up is me my number three now you got to keep in mind what's a brett game all right 
And while Tears of the Kingdom was a masterclass of game design, FIFA this game just really speaks to me. Exactly. <laughs> FIFA 24 really spoke to me. I've never watched a game of soccer in my life. Um, Spider-Man 2. 3. 2. My bad. Um, so, oh my yeah, god. I loved this. I didn't put Spider-Man in my top five. <laughs> you oh missed it. God. I fucking missed. Oh my god. What did uh, I do? Too late now. Okay. Too late. Too late. Okay. Next no. week we'll do revisions. Next week we'll do revisions. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, hell i missed it oh, so yeah I, I, I really love spider-man too i still can't believe like i still can't believe all the new information we have on it thanks to that leak like the budget of that like the yeah. budget of the game and is insane i think that happened right after we filmed the show last week so we yeah. didn't actually talk mm-hmm. about it crazy that, the, the because what? because when i the, first the saw gigantic insomniac leak from the, oh, the hacking yeah, theft yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. incredible information. It was all absolutely yeah. stolen. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to go still... to jail. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. They haven't but been like... caught yet, though, right? No, not yet. So a part of me that's been like thinking about this game be- uh, pre-leak was that it was so smart of them to utilize all these assets and just reuse them so they can build a game on a cheaper budget and a lot faster. Little did I know, it's not a cheaper budget, way more expensive to make, even though they're reusing a bunch of stuff constantly. The- I-, I just don't... I- Jesus Christ, Whoa. my dog. <laughs> I can't even comprehend. I thought that was you. <laughs> that scared the hell out of me. I can't even comprehend how this game costs that much after they reused so much of Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales. But anyway, that has nothing to do with it. I thought the game was awesome. I like that they continue to use New York like just over and over. Like I don't mind that at all. I think it's cool. It starts to feel like home. Like Every time you go back, it's like, all right, it's good to be back, swinging yeah. around, being Spider-Man. And yeah, um, they definitely expanded it though. Like, yeah, it's it much bigger. Way, way bigger. Which I didn't even think was but, necessary. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but um, I did like the new additions, like the faster swinging and the uh, the way they Say changed it, the combat Say it, wheel. Brett. The no, gliding. No, you no, like no. the gliding. Say the it. combat I wheel. <laughs> I didn't like the combat wheel of the first game at all, and they changed his 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 uh, move set in in this game to be more like Miles Morales, which I prefer. So you're constantly pressing. You're holding L1 and like pressing the face buttons, which I liked way more than holding L1 and slowing down time and changing his gadget mid-fight. Um, as for the gliding, fuck off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I didn't think the gliding was that cool. I love the gliding. I didn't I think it was that gliding. cool. It, I don't. I didn't feel like Spider-Man when I'm gliding, so I didn't really do it. That it didn't much. necessarily feel like Spider-Man, but I, I, it was. It felt really fun and like fluid when you were doing it. It felt fun, but if it would have made it cheaper to make and I don't even faster, then it's like. I don't know. It, it it didn't really change the game for me like it did for a lot of people. I didn't really care about it. But yeah, I still love the game. I love the story. It wasn't as good as the first game or Miles Morales in my opinion, but it was still one of my favorite games of the year. Next up, Mary. All right, this is going to be absolutely... Actually, maybe it will be a surprise. We're down to two games that everyone knows I'm going to put like in my top five. Oh, yeah. So, number two... Here's the kingdom. Oh my goodness! Oh, okay, Zelda was I not am, Mary's favorite game. She officially hates the series. Oh my gosh! I'm at a loss of words right now. I know. I am like at a loss of my own words, um, which means I think it's easy to narrow down what my number one is at this point. But we'll get to that. Uh, the but yeah, game. like the bluey. the bluey game. I know. JRPG it, it came out of nowhere. It was such a ten out of ten surprise hit. Like, <laughs> but yeah, like. There's some, there's just something magical like about like a Zelda release and like Brett was saying like 
everyone was playing at the same time. We were all talking about our adventures, talking about our stories. And it's one of those really cool moments that's like, it's hard to put into words how awesome it feels like to be like just part of that community when a launch that massive happens. Um, I love the game. I love the story. But at the same time, the flow of the story, I think, is one of its big downfalls. Um it gets a little repetitive. Like we kind of go through that same sequence multiple times about like the secret stones being yeah. stolen and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, we're getting the same information we've already gotten in yeah. opportunities mm -hmm. where we could be getting new information. Like, I want to know more about like these past sages. I want to know more about like what Zelda is experiencing whenever she is like back in time, basically. Sorry, this is turning spoilery for if you haven't beaten it yet, sorry. Um, <laughs> won't, know, won't know what you're talking We're about. We're at the I end of the year. <laughs> um, but, and then it kind of like what was brought up by Krista whenever I was doing that lovely little Zelda discussion a couple weeks ago. Oh, just the name dropping here. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Personal yeah, friend, Krista, Krista Yang. Krista podcast. Does she follow um, you on Twitter now? Yes. Your buds. Ooh. Your buds. Yep. <laughs> As I Did said, house for say, Christmas. That's usually a $600 annual. Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but like a good point that she had was like, the tiers have very important story information in them, but depending on what, like what order you go in. Yeah, that's true. It, you're having to piece these mm -hmm. really important moments together yourself. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, like this big twist happens, and I like that though. Then it goes. I don't know. I yeah, like a, a big twist I... happens, and you have to go back to like a more mundane memory, and so I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, like it's just I don't know. It just disrupted the flow, and I think the moment yeah. could have been a bit more impactful. Um, however, like the the final tier, like this, like the hidden tier, the final one that you get, like. Mm -hmm. I will never forget watching that final tier at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and then just sitting on my couch being like, I said I was going to do this one more thing and then go to bed. And now how am I supposed to go to bed when there's a light <laughs> dragon in the sky and I feel like crying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that part was handled really well. Yeah, it it was a very well done, beautiful moment. I wish there was more moments like that in the game. Um, but then seeing Ganondorf return to, we hadn't seen Ganondorf since Twilight Princess, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, How about yeah like, <laughs> so it had been a very long time since we saw like the trio in a single game together. So yeah, I'm really, gotta, I'm excited for what's next <laughs> for Zelda. I, I gotta say, if you would have told me back in May that Tears of the Kingdom would not be our game of the year for anyone on this podcast, yeah. I would have said you were stupid. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it is mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, I was thinking I was thinking you'd already I was thinking you'd already put it on yours too. I'm sorry, John. No. Yeah. All right, next up is John. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to get the the uh, order down now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number two on good games. Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot I Camp. forgot that came out. Uh, this yeah. Everybody <laughs> forgot it came out. Occasionally, I would forget it came out, but it's fantastic. <laughs> like, it's only a straight remake of two games that were already made, like, 20-plus years ago, but they were spectacular games. And games that still have a, be a beautiful art direction. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, the and the and it has a, a level editor, too. 
So I mean, like the replay value is like an infinity symbol, and the game, the raw gameplay is so good in the first place. And there's an easy mode now too. So like, there's no excuse not to play it. Just go play it. You listening right now? Play it. Go out. I'll play fight it. you. I'll oh, go house you. to house across the country, laying down the law. We'll SWAT you. A one-man advance force, <laughs> one might say. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's that. That's my number two there. Number two, disappointment. Um, it's a toss-up here. Uh, I know what one of them is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right, I guess I'll go with the other one because my disappointment on this one is based on all the positive buzz I was hearing from other people after it came out. Oh, so no. Octopath Traveler 2. Oh, okay. There are people that Dude, people swear by this game. The game of the year, like a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I've seen several people, like as I've mentioned before, Jason Schreier is the most like notable of them. But like Sh Jason Schreier says that like this is one of the best games of 2023 and it's one of the best RPGs of all time. Hmm. There's a bunch of other random nerds saying like at least one of the great games of 2023. And I maintain yeah. the position that it's it's just Octopath Traveler again, but like 10% better. Mm. And I thought Octopath Traveler was quite good with some glaring weaknesses, the story being number one. And uh, Octopath Traveler 2, the story is about 10% better. <laughs> right. for, I guess for I guess for some people that's a very good thing that people that love the first one but right and again to be him. fair I enjoyed both of these games quite a bit to a point like I I put like a ton of hours into Octopath Traveler 2 but then I finally quit at the end when I googled how much of the game was left and there was like maybe three four like somewhere between two and four hours left and I was like I can't be bothered and that's when I quit after I'd put in like I don't know 50 or 60 or whatever it's like nah i'm done i don't, Dude, I don't care about the ending <laughs> into something you bet you bet your ass i'm completing it if yeah. i put that much time into it so like there definitely was some valuable quality of life improvements and they just kind of got rid of some little things from the first game that were just straight up stupid so there were smart improvements in this game i just don't think it added up to anything extraordinary like some people are making it out to be so I wouldn't say don't play this game. It is a good game. And if you haven't played the franchise at all, you might as well play two. Because, again, they're really good games. And two is just a little better than one. But okay. yeah. I'm I'm old and bitter. So I, <laughs> I demand better. <laughs> Next up is Greg. It's Brett. Brett. Hey, Greg can go. <laughs> he's like, Brett. I'm getting the he's like, I'm getting the list down, the order. I swapped you and John last time and when I messed up. <laughs> you swapped and me and Greg this time. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. And let me just say real quick, I don't know how I okay. I did my top five like minutes before the show started. Like I, I had an idea what they were gonna what they were going to be. And I went to my GG and I was like, okay, this game loved it, loved it, loved it. How I overlooked Spider Man, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what it. the hell. I don't, I don't know what the hell I did. I like, I don't know how, but I didn't put that on my top five. And just to be very clear, it would be high up on my list of top five. But <laughs> as neither here nor, nor there, we'll we'll leave it off for now. Um, my number two was uh, Jedi Survivor. There we go. Um, Jedi Survivor was just an amazing game. Um, I'm a big Star Wars nerd. And I watch every Star Wars series that's out, all the Except movies. Ahsoka. 
I haven't watched Ahsoka yet, but that's because uh, we're going back to it. I was watching The Expanse. <laughs> there so. we go. <laughs> I, I always said I had to finish that first because I committed to watching all uh, six seasons of that before. We I know, Brett. We know. Yeah. So, so anyways, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I love all things Star Wars and I, I enjoyed the first Jedi game. What was the first one called? Jedi. Uh, Jedi order. Fallen, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. I liked Jedi Fallen Order a lot. And uh, Brett always said he didn't like the first one, but I really enjoyed it. And, and it's cool because Brett actually liked this one. So we, we were actually able to kind of like talk back and forth about how good it was. And man, this game was just special. It, it was so good. And it's one of those that I can't wait for the next one in the series because it's just, I feel like it's just getting better and better. And the third, whenever it eventually comes out, it's going to be going to be it, it's i like it so much that i wish cal kestis had his own live action show like it i just want more cal kestis. yeah i'm surprised yeah, he doesn't it's, it's just awesome i love this game so much so that's number two awesome greg number two you want me to take one yeah uh number two i let me make one up real quick just kidding uh super mario <laughs> rpg Man, talk about coming out of left field, uh, a game that I loved when I was a kid. Um, And it just hits all the right notes for me. I mean, it's an action RPG. It's got its quirkiness, its characters. There's lots of humor in it, like a lot. (laughs) Like I recorded so many different like small animations, like clips in the in the game throughout. Usually I'll take like a couple when I first like at the very beginning and then forget about it. But I was recording stuff like the whole way through just little moments that I forgot about and interactions with unique characters that they made specifically for this game in the first place. Um, the replay replay value in it, um, you know, the bonuses afterwards, uh, it just hits that sweet spot on the amount of time it takes to beat it. I think it's a game that everybody should play. I don't know if anybody else here played it when it came out, but I haven't, but I, I just to. started it yesterday. Oh yeah. Nice. It's, yeah. He, did you ever play the original, Mary? Mm-mm, I hadn't. How are you, how are, how are you liking it so far? Because I never played the original either. Just curious. I like it a lot. Like, right. I can already awesome. sense, like what Greg was saying, like the little bits of humor, like the quirkiness to it. Like, and I, I love the art style that they chose for it. it. I would like to see that in more, like, future Mario games. I think they're right. so cute. Well, mm. uh, even the, the original had, like, the, like, yeah, it was, you know, S- Super Nintendo era graphics but i i feel like they did like a really good job creating a 3d world with what they had mm. at the time technology wise and environments and characters and and For sets sure. and everything yeah the, oh, those are gorgeous little pre-rendered thingies that they made yeah thingies yeah. that's the technical word is thingies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right next up cool is me right road to yeah. our number one so right is this no, your number, number, one? number two for me oh you're still on number two okay yeah, so I've been debating these two games for a long time, and I think I'm just gonna have to go ahead and make the plunge and just say it. All right, my number two. I want I want you to tell this to Phil Spencer. I want you to look him in the eyes and tell him this. Yeah. I think he'll be quite happy if I tell him my number two is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh wait, wow! Oh, that's, that's right, because Baldur's Gate you haven't finished. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm that's finished. right. That's right. I, this was this was this was gonna be my number one, but there's one more game on this list that I put over a hundred hours into, and I rarely do that in games. Gotcha, I did gotcha. all the side stuff I can't I stu- I stumbled upon, and it was amazing. But I'll get to that. Survivor, 
absolutely awesome. amazing game. So I good. honestly think it's like one of the most overlooked games this year. Like it not is. enough mm. people talked about this game. They, like I didn't really like Fallen Order. I wasn't even that excited for Survivor. But Survivor le- goes away from the Souls genre a lot. Like the first game like heavily followed that formula. Whereas this one, the combat's more action-y. It's less slow. Does that even make sense? It's not as slow. <laughs> and um, the, the pacing of the game was incredible. The story was actually good. They actually include some romance for once. There's not yeah. a lot of romance in games, you know? So Especially in cool. Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And stuff so, like, yeah. yeah. So that was neat. I didn't expect that. And the characters, characters that I didn't even think about in the first game are like some of my favorites. Yeah. Some of the, some of the cameos when it happens, you're like, there's one in particular that, you know, like when it comes out, it's like, Oh my God, it was so cool, dude. Uh, yeah. Such a you're talking name. about Jar Jar, right? No, I'm just kidding. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yep. I didn't want to spoil it, you know? Yeah. But uh, I mean, you could talk spoilers now. No, no, I don't want to. Come on, because uh, because like I said, I feel like a lot of people haven't played. The yeah, game. right. Like I, w- and it's gonna be on Game Pass soon because it's almost been I think sixteen months or so, or will be like in like three months. I don't know. Anyway, uh, everyone should play this game. John, you didn't play Fallen Order, right? Mm-hmm. I don't Correct. think you'd like Fallen Order, and I honestly think you would love this game. I think there's a possibility of that. Yeah, we had that discussion once before. Like yeah. it's one of those like games that maybe I'd like to play eventually yeah whenever the heck fine enough right i mean i i i loved star wars my whole life until disney bought it yeah (laughs) this this doesn't feel like disney star wars to me this feels like i I feel like i feel like since disney star wars the movies haven't been great but some of the series have been phenomenal i mean i love mando i I would keep andor and i would throw everything else into the sun (laughs) i mean rogue one i liked a lot too Andor is clearly the best, but yeah. I love all all the uh, Mandalorian seasons too, and I thought Obi Wan was solid. Obi Wan yeah. was a disappointment Obi-Wan. overall, I thought, but it had some good moments. I thought, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I will say, I think Rogue One is still amazing, and I think Episode Seven was a fine beginning to what could have been a great trilogy. They just screwed mm. everything up after oh, that. Yeah, Episode Seven I, was solid. The other two I, were. I'm willing to say that that's that's a plausible opinion plausible (laughs) opinion. (laughs) i will say though return of the jedi is not nearly as bad as everyone makes it out to be return of the jedi or or fucking what was the the eighth one you're right about that one nope we're just leaving it at that (laughs) yeah the return of the jedi isn't as bad as it's definitely the last jedi was the most damn it return of the jedi i'm an idiot what's i'm saying it over and over i'm saying the last jedi i've said it like three times i I think it's the last jedi Jedi. yeah (laughs) but that get the last jedi gets a lot of shit and i i thought it was i want you to rewatch that movie because i saw it in theaters and i thought to myself well, that was all right, but then I watched it again like years later, and I it was literally a comedy. I was laughing the whole time. It, in a way, I did just rewatch so it because I played uh, the Legos uh, J- Jedi Saga, whatever uh, yeah, they call it, Skywalker Saga, Skywalker Saga, the Skywalker yeah, Skywalker Saga. And they probably it literally made it better. It literally goes through every movie, and it kind yeah. of like follows the story beats like from beginning to end. So in a way, I did experience it again, and I stand by it, man. I I thought you need the, to the it, Last man. Jedi wasn't that you need bad. to see Luke some squeezing some nipple juice into his mouth that's what you need to see <laughs> wow uh, which actually happens in a yeah, real yep. star wars movie all right okay next up is mary number one 
and we got six minutes left so everyone has to do speed speed run this oh my gosh i will try to speed run this uh my game of the year unexpectedly but now that i've finished the game i'm not surprised Baldur's gate three (laughs) (laughs) it's uh like where do i begin with it i sank 106 hours of my life into one file i have multiple files going at the same time which i never do and the writing is so like phenomenal i don't even have i don't have words for it it's so good it has no right to be this good and it's such a special game and i think once you play it and once you realize like just how many options there are like every every choice does matter you know you'll see an npc and if something happens to them they're gone for the rest of the game you know or maybe they'll like show up like 30 hours later into your playthrough and you're like oh yeah like there's that character that like i had that conversation with and now there's like a little bit more progression with like their character their story so everything about the world there's so many options to like i don't I could just gush. I feel like I'm just gushing about it. And like, that's just how I feel. Like, I love it so much. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't have to cool. feel rushed, Mary, because we've got to do the the uh, the questions at the end anyway. So we'll yeah, probably have to start yeah. third another recording. recording. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but it's, it's so good. And like, <laughs> I feel so satisfied, like with the ending that I got, like there, like there's highs, there's lows. I laughed. I cried. <laughs> I had to laugh while you were crying. (laughs) Yeah, like, but there's something happened in the ending, and I know there's things I could have done differently with this character to have not gotten the ending that I got with them. But at the same time, I'm like, but it felt right for my character, my playthrough, my relationship with that character, you know. Um, the voice acting in it is 10 out of 10. Like, it's like Brett was saying, it's a dragon age game you know as like a dragon age fan that's been waiting so long for dragon age 4 and that's what got me to play Baldur's gate 3 is like my other friend amy who we bonded originally many many years ago over our love for dragon age and she told me this is the dragon age 4 that we deserve yep. and so i was like okay i'm buying it i'm gonna play it <laughs> And I've like already it. started another file. So Jesus, number wow. three. Oh man. Uh four. This is character oh, number, number four. four. Are you are you playing as like one of the characters now? <laughs> no, I'm playing as a bard. Uh, <laughs> I wanted because my fighter was not very charismatic. She was very good at intimidating and very good at fighting. She could not deceive or persuade or any of that to save her poor mm. little life, though. So I was like, I need a really charismatic character. And already the dialogue options are so funny. Like, there's two characters in the very beginning area. They're like, they're just bickering. And you just walk up and you're just like, oh, my God, we defeated those goblins. We're all heroes. You two are heroes. Didn't we all do so good together? Like, it's very <laughs> that vibe of, like, defusing <laughs> this bickering that's happening. So and they're like, oh yes, we are. Now that you yeah, they're like, you know what? It. You're right. We did work together. I'm like, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. They so do. of your of your main playthrough, when you got to the end, because it's so choice heavy, did you have any regrets? Because there's um, lots of things you could or couldn't do. The one. No. No. No regrets. <laughs> no, I, no regrets. I, there, there regrets. Was, yeah, there was like some sadness to it but like i said like it's 
a no regrets kind of thing. I'm like, nope, right. that's my story. That's my playthrough. I feel strongly about that's how like I should have ended like that character's like storyline with them. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. It's always a great forward... feeling. Like, sorry, John, go ahead. I was all I was gonna say is I look forward to finding out how good the game is in like May of 2024, give or take. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> when it's on sale for twenty. It's been on sale a little it's, bit. By, yeah, it's been $6 on sale. $6 I th- I off, off, I like should say. $74. It's 10% <laughs> off, and on PC, it's mm. 60 bucks, so minus $6. Uh, but uh, but no, the, May is when I should be done with Final Fantasy VII uh, Rebirth. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm excited for that one. Mm. Next up, we got... Let's start a new recording. John. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's start a new recording. Yeah. And we will be right. back after this. Don't special. leave this time, Greg. Stay <laughs> yeah, with Greg. us. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> See, ya. See ya. Bye. Next up yeah. is Brett or Greg. I mean, or John. I think Greg, last time you did Greg. Well, Johnny Boy. Alright, Johnny Boy. Oh, Favorite man. game of the year. For the for the listeners, it's like a whole new reality. Like uh, like like nothing yeah. makes sense in these in these little gaps. But okay, so yeah, my number one game of the year is Tears of the Kingdom because I mean it's just absurd how good the game is. Like I put like over 120 hours in. Apparently, that's what Nintendo tells me. Like I mean, just the mechanics of the thing. Like like we talked about it to death when it came out, but it like it bears worth repeating. Like. All of the things that they accomplished with this game on a technical level is just absurd. Like the with the 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 ultra hand and all these new abilities, like these are things that we take for granted just because we spent months playing with them. But like these yeah. aren't things that were normal beforehand. They're not right. things that will be normal five years from now either. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I remember when when Breath of the Wild came out. I was like, oh, there's so many incredible things in here that so many games are gonna race to steal. And then it turned out, it took, by my count, it took around like five years before games were actually stealing from Breath of the Wild, because that's how long it took for games to be able to do the things that that game did. And I feel like we're going to just see that again now with Tears of the Kingdom. And I mean, to be fair, I have to imagine somewhere along the way, the devs were probably inspired by like the likes of Minecraft and what have you, the idea of like infinite freedom of imagination, yada, yada, yada. But the point is, regardless of what the inspirations were, Tears of the Kingdom got it done. Like, the things you can do in this game are absurd! I just said that ten seconds ago, but, like, <laughs> like, like, regardless of how you feel about the story, and, like, I, I did prefer the story in Breath of the Wild, but, like, eh, I don't, it's established that I don't play Zelda for the story, and half the reason why I fell off so many 3D Zeldas is the story. So, you know, it's not really an issue for me, but just as a pure video game experience tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom is so immersive and just so well made so obscenely polished like i mean it's you would think a game like that would be 10 times as buggy and instead during a regular mm. playthrough <clears throat> you might find a bug in 100 hours i don't yeah. know like, like you're probably not going to find many bugs on your own you're going to have to like find them on twitter so I just I think Tears of the Kingdom is just an incredible, incredible accomplishment. Just like yeah. oh, Breath yeah. of the Wild before it. Like it's like Nintendo's a bunch of magicians and they're just operating on a level that like nobody else is on. Because I mean yeah. 
Baldur's Gate 3, let's take it on faith that let's say it's better than Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know. I haven't played it yet. That's one game. Nintendo has done this several times in a row now. Like yeah. Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, Super Mario Odyssey. Like it's, it's not normal for a game developer to put out this kind of quality, like hit after hit. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. Nintendo's, not, yeah. I was going to say, it's not normal for me at least to get two yeah. games like that in a year. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. I didn't play a lot this year because I spent so much time in Tears of the Kingdom, which came out in May, and then trying to fill the void and mm -hmm. finally was like, okay, Baldur's Gate 3, let's go. And that filled the void, you know, that <laughs> yeah. Tears of the Kingdom right. left. Like, and both those came out this year. And it's yeah. crazy. It is. Yeah. yeah. This this is so, a year to remember. This was yeah. an mm -hmm. unbelievable year. Yeah. So I just had to make sure that Tears of the Kingdom got its proper due there. But uh, <laughs> now, the great disappointment <laughs> of 2023. Damn it, John. <laughs> Final Fantasy 16. No, Joshua! <laughs> <laughs> and it's because I thought the gameplay was actually pretty good. Like, I never yeah, had any problems with the good. combat. Yeah. Um. And if if I was like a hardcore action combo junkie, like the game's built for like that sort of thing, like going back, replaying and like getting sick, crazy combos. And I don't really care about that stuff, but I think it's cool that they thought to include all that. It definitely adds a layer of depth that otherwise, you know, just wouldn't be there. But like the story, it's the story that has me so disappointed. And it's because leading up to the release, the, the producer, Yoshida, there's literally quotes of him saying that they focused on the story Above all else, Brett and Greg have left the room. I'm incredibly offended. Oh, I'm here. Greg. Greg, Greg, Sorry. Greg. I only saw a piece of his hat. <laughs> I'm listening. Okay. I'm listening. I'm no longer offended at Greg. <laughs> just at Brett. Yeah, but anyway, they, Yoshida was literally saying they focused on the story above all else. He cared more about the story than even the combat. And then you play this game and the story kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> See, for, for me with the story, I thought like the political stuff, like these uh, factions that were warring with each other yeah. was actually really cool. Mm. But then when they got into the more like, like this stuff with Ultima, that, yeah. that's when it kind of soured a little bit. Yeah. But like the different territories that were at war, I thought was actually pretty interesting. It, it had like a little bit of a Game of Thrones kind of feeling to it. Yeah, and and they've literally said that they were inspired by Game of Thrones, so it's a very yeah. fair comparison. It's just like, <clears throat> like some people at the very least like loved the the opening of the game and like the the first several hours. I even thought that was kind of just whatever, but you know, I, I won't dwell on that. But just like if you when you look at it as a whole, the game has some good ideas. But it all ultimately boils down to never mind. Everything is this one evil generic bad guy's fault, and if we kill him, everything's gonna be great. And the game yeah. basically <clears throat> leans on that for like fifteen hours, give or take, more or less. And it's just like a very slow descent into trying to be as generic as humanly possible. It's like, ugh. Yeah. and this is this is Square Enix trying as hard as they can to tell a good story, and it's just. <laughs> very disappointing like i hold them specifically to a higher standard because they had this golden age of these incredible awesome stories and it's just like eh. like in the past decade they've delivered like dragon quest 11 like that's yeah 
any other good stories have been very few and far between. So Final Fantasy 16 is my great disappointment specifically because of the story. I, I will say one thing that I think we can all agree with is the main boss should have been King Barnabas, not Ultimate. Because he was he was infin- infinitely more the interesting. Barnabas King. The right, Barnabas right. King, yeah. Well, well, I don't think that's his name. I think he's King Barnabas. But I used I know, to call I know, him Bramble. Inside joke for our OG <laughs> listeners. Yeah, in case no one knew, like we understand it's not the Barnabas King. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was trying to think of Bramble the Mountain King and accidentally called it the Barnabas King. <laughs> so anyway, I won't rest uh, until a game actually exists with that name. Yeah. Hey, so Hello Kitty OG Island Adventure wrestlers. happened. All right. It happened yeah. like 18 <laughs> years later, but it did. But yeah, uh, King Barnabas, like I said, was infinitely more interesting. Yeah. Than Ultima. Ultima was they should like yeah, he, he was they, like strong. Spoilers, and powerful. spoilers. We can't we got can't just go well, talking you, about Ultima. But I mean they you, you know very early. <laughs> Mary's gonna play this game this. today. Well that's what? that's not oh, really really? a spoiler. Like you know early on, like that, that that's it's well, all gonna revolve you, pretty much. You know that there's some sort of bad guy entity somewhere. Yeah, I mean that saying I that is, we were is just not going to give anything away. I thought everyone was going to run around and hold hands and swing swords, but okay. Yeah, spoiling <laughs> everything for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway. Next up, I Whoa. I'm interested to see what Mary has to say about it though, because I I loved it. These two were a little bit sour on it, but I, well, not a little bit. That was his most disappointing game. But I I <laughs> loved Final Fantasy 16. Like legitimately loved it. So. Hmm. I think Mary will probably like it because of so one single reason. Clyde. Sid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Daddy. No, Daddy Clyde. People okay. keep that's how people have been like trying to get me to play this game. My friends know my just weakness. Thirst. Yeah. <laughs> They're Actually, just sending the, yeah, pictures John, of Sid Clyde. Was a good one too. I'm like, mm. so I bought it on sale. I bought three games today. Well, that oh, was nice. one of them. What else? So. Okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage and Persona 5 Tactica. Nice. Oh yeah. Tactics on Game Pass, Mary. Come on. Look, I gotta show Atlas the demand. Did you buy it on Xbox? Xbox, Xbox yes. Yeah, Mary. Nice. Yeah, Mary. I'm doing my part. <laughs> doing her part. It was I'm also on sale part. though. Everything was on sale, so you know. Yeah. All right. Next up was Greg. Can't tell if Greg's sleeping or doing a line. Like he's doing, <laughs> he keeps leaning his head forward. All we see is like half a cap. Why is your camera so high, Greg? <laughs> Angle Cause down. Because I am. I am. Hey, oh. I was right. I was right. <laughs> Did it's my turn? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Oh, okay. My number favorite one. Favorite game of the year. Favorite game of the year. Apex Legends. Rock Apex League. Legends. Let me tell you, Apex. No. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with Jedi Survivor. There we uh, go. Oh, nice. Was Man. the uh, only outlet we are who has given this game its flowers. It seems. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the first and last game review I did of this year. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I had a really good time with it. Um. You know this is uh, a lot of the story beats that everybody was talking about. Um. And I think Brett, I think the combat you were referring to is not sped up, but more streamlined. And I, I feel like they broke it out into very unique, um, you know, loadouts for each of the styles. I mean, you had your gun and blaster or your blaster and, and saber you could use. You can use your dual saber. There was so much flexibility 
given the situation, you didn't have to always go in, you know, uh, swinging right out of the gate. You could play it a little bit more slowly. You can play it with, um, you know, different loadouts in mind. You can try different things. Um, it was pretty tough in terms of a lot of the the combat. Um, I would say it, it it wasn't as tough as uh, Fallen Order, but I felt like it was still challenging throughout the the whole game. A um, lot of twists and turns, a lot of uh, characters that you wouldn't expect to see, especially some if you did some of the side quests, which paid out, I think, really well um, in terms of like guest appearances and whatnot. Uh, I felt like it was a pretty beefy game. And God, I fell in love with Marin, uh, you know, at the end yeah. of at like the end of Fallen Order. Yeah. And then in Survivor, <laughs> she just shined even more and i'm glad that that they implemented her more into the story mm. um a lot of those elements where where the team has gone in those years and the the one big thing to me it might be somewhat spoilerish is that they weren't afraid to let people die like they weren't afraid to yeah. you know turn the corner on some of those story beats and and make it that much more interesting so i felt like they did a really good job even though the game was hampered quite a bit by visual performance issues, I didn't really have any up until the I didn't late have too game. Many. Yeah, and some some weird pop-ins and textures and stuff. And they issued multiple different patches. I just wish that stuff would have came sooner and the game would have had kind of a, I don't know, a flawless release. But, I mean, that was the majority of what people were talking about when it first launched were the, the, the yeah. visual problems that it was having but they've issued several more even up into recent months and i feel like this is the best time to play it no matter what platform you're playing it on and give it a shot because it is one damn good game yeah for sure yeah what, one one thing i loved about the combat is how you could like the saber there were so many different options like you could do like the dual saber one in each hand you could like put them together and have like the darth maul saber you can have one big giant saber and it's like harder to swing around but more powerful like that was yeah great. i like that a lot like i felt yeah. like I was, I was always mixing it up with changing different um different yeah, loadouts the, the next time i play the game because i definitely plan on playing it again through in the future um i'm gonna do the two stances that i didn't have equipped the entire game i'm gonna do like the opposite because I, I believe yeah. there's only two at a time right like that you could have equipped yeah you had to swap uh, them out yeah 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 you could swap them pretty often too yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm either going to do a replay or maybe try and jump in and do all the side stuff because I didn't really do a lot of side stuff because I was so yeah, involved with the main story. Yeah, I left a lot yeah. of side stuff too. And and one thing I was going to say real quickly to um, Greg to piggyback off of yours is for some reason, I barely remember, I barely remembered Marin from the first game. Like yeah, at, when, when we first <laughs> see her, like I didn't have a, a great recollection of her for some reason. And then she ended up becoming like one of my favorite characters, like towards she's the end. So like, she awesome was, in the first, in the yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. That they she started out with almost like no personality and ended up just loving her at the end. And some of those sequences yeah. with her were just like, yeah, fucking dope. Like that, yeah, that, yeah. that brings me back to like those no spoilers those moments. Yeah, but like those moments in gaming where I'm like, oh, this is so sick. This is different. This is fun. This is like you're not yeah. like trying to be so real that you make it, you know, unfun or. You know, try to they really they did a lot of like I said, like these like this like Star Wars lore drops, but also like really fun sequences while still 
you know, being grounded in the Star Wars universe. I thought there was just so, so much character in the game. And, and even the story isn't like, just like one linear, like this is bad guy, go kill bad guy. And you know, everything will end up great at the end, but it's like, there's like some twists and turns exploration. Yeah. Yeah. And the open world is, I mean, there's still stuff that like, I remember one of the last times that I was playing through it, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this area that I never went mm-hmm. back to. Yeah. And then yeah. I go back there and there's these like two like uh I forget what they're called. They're the like um what's the big snow one? It's like a like a Sasquatch almost with the horns or whatever that um but whatever that there's two of them yeah. in like a swamp. It's like a like, yeti or something? Not a yeti. Yeah, but you had to find it by going like way back to the end of the yeah. edge of the swamp. And there's like some I forget what the unlockables were there though. But I was like, who would come back all the way back here to find right. this just for this fight? And then yeah. like I didn't just like, oh, I'll come back and play this later. I was like, I want to beat this. I want to beat both of them and and figure out what I get at the end of this. So there was yeah. just a lot of a lot of rewards for for going off the beaten path. Also, totally underrated aspect of the game, the platforming. It's an extremely yeah, good Yeah, it was very good. It was like, fun. It's so, like, mechanically strong when it comes to the wall running and the jumping on platforms yep. and stuff. <clears throat> there would be times when I, th- when you know you have to get to a platform way over there. You're like, there's no way I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then you try it, and you're like, okay, you got to wall jump, run dash, here, and then do, run, a du- <laughs> then do a double yeah. jump dash, and then wall run on that side, double jump dash, and like you get there, and you're like, holy shit, like I pulled yeah. it up. Like you have to turn off like something, or turn on something, or yep. move a platform, turn off the wind blowing, block the wind, or yep. whatever. Yep. There's a lot of those uh, sweat inducing experiences. Yeah, cool, cool puzzle mechanics at times too. Yeah, great game, yeah. definitely. I, I just can't help but feel like, man, it's totally left out in the cold this year like it's so yeah. surprising to me because it seemed like the first one was a big hit like it was yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. at least that's what it felt like it, it reminds me of ori the first ori i thought actually got a decent amount of attention mm-hmm. and then when the second one came out that was much much better it, it, it seemed like it just disappeared like a fart it's, in the wind it's probably because it was, a, it was an xbox exclusive when it came out so no one cared i mean it was oh. both 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 it wasn't, Ori's it wasn't were. switch it wasn't switch oh they were both yeah i was gonna say when it first they launched, came to though, switch was, afterwards yeah. yeah they came to switch after yeah you know what game disappeared like a fart in the wind what crash team rumble yes that's mm. very true yeah i don't think i met one person or have heard one person even play yeah. it yeah me too yeah mm-hmm. anyway next up number one for me right I yeah think it's me oh bro you didn't do yours is your yeah you're, you're always last Craig okay no well you're last so i know if we're down to just yeah. us two i went first um my number one is shoot man if this game wasn't it hadn't come out i think jedi survivor may have been it but um to the chagrin of brett medlock my favorite game of the year is alan wake yeah i absolute don't you dare <laughs> don't you dare <laughs> no i it's funny. I have two of my top five are, are, are disappointments on other people's disappointment lists. <laughs> but this, holy shit, man, this game was so good. And while I know Baldur's Gate 3 deserves its its praise, I was I was hoping Alan Wake was going to win Game of the Year just because of what it, how much I enjoyed it. I can't, Like John said, I can't really speak on Baldur's Gate because I didn't play it. So maybe if I did play it, I would say that it's my favorite game of the year. But since I didn't, Alan, Alan Wake is, man, it was, there were so many memorable moments in that game for me. And 
like Brett said, if, if there's any, if there's anything that I would say, I wish it did different, it would be, I wish it did implement a little bit more combat. There was mm -hmm. some combat, but a lot of it was like paranormal stuff where like, you'd see like the shadow of like a, an enemy forming. But if you turned your flashlight on and like hit a button, it would like shot, you know, there'd be like a, it would shine bright for a second and it would basically kill that shadow. So it, it wasn't quite the same combat as the first one. I wish there was a little bit more because I thought the combat from the first one was fun where you like shine the flashlight and it kind of like stuns it. Then you shoot a few times. And there was some of that, but just not not the the same level. But I just love this game, man. Like And, and that, that one chapter we seeing was just, it, it will go down in some of my favorite memories of a game ever in my entire life like that that obviously the the moment that, that you guys all know that haven't played it that was at the game awards that they performed at the game awards when you're playing that game it's just so out of left field like you, you're playing a very like dark dreary like a darker tone game and then you come to this part and this starts and you're like what is going on and then you keep walking and it just keeps going and, and like it goes for like 15 minutes huh brett like when you're going through that part, I, I I was expecting it to end like any second. And then all of a sudden it keeps continuing. And oh my God, that was, that was truly one of the most memorable moments in a game in my entire life. And I just, I adored this game before I played it. I was a little, I was a little nervous that I wasn't going to like the fact that you play as Saga and Ellen and they take their separate paths because I kept thinking like, how's that going to make sense? Because like, I feel like I'm going to play sagas and then I'm not really going to, I'm going to like if, kind of forget about where Alan was. And then, you know, whenever I go back to him, it's, it's just kind of not going to really make sense, but they did it in a way where whoever you want, whatever branch of story, cause you can switch back and forth. If you go to like a, I think it's like a janitor's bucket and in, in like certain rooms, oh. you can switch back to saga. And then you do like a couple chapters of her, then you can switch back to Alan. I don't like and it, it really, it really doesn't, <laughs> they, they pulled it off. Like it doesn't matter what order you do either because they completely do their own. Like they all, they, they go their own direction and it doesn't matter which order you do it. Like it, to me, I thought they pulled it off. I, I thought it was going to be kind of annoying, but I thought they pulled that part off well. And I just uh, thought it, 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 it hurt the pacing a little because you might play two slower missions in a row based on like who you switch to at, at what certain time, you know? I kind of liked it because I felt like it was mixing up, mixing it up a little bit too. Cause like I was, I was getting to know Saga and her story and then like I'd take a break and then go do Alan and his was like a little bit more like, um, like uh, focused on like the, the supernatural stuff and the Saga was more super focused on like, like a, a the detective. human yeah. yeah, exactly. The de detective stuff. So it was kind of cool. Um, but anyways, I just adored the hell out of that game. Uh, that was, that was my game of the year. Awesome. I still thought the game was really good. Don't get me wrong. It was just not as amazing as I thought it was going to be, but it's still great. It's still like an 8.5 out of 10 to me. Um, but yeah, my game of the year, this game has gotten drugged through the mud like crazy on the internet it's ever since before it came out and now after it came out. And then now it's getting like an extra spike of being dragged through the mud because it's just... Fay Farm, right? Random. Yeah, Fay Farm. Farm, my game of the year. <laughs> yeah. uh, Starfield. This was a game that... I was excited for, but I wasn't like over the moon excited because I like Fallout. I like um, 
Skyrim, but I didn't like love those franchises. Starfield really surprised me because the, I thought the writing was actually really good, like for each, for all the characters. Like the overarching narrative does have its ups and its downs, but I thought that the, like the, the moment to moment writing of the characters was actually really strong, similar in the way that Baldur's Gate is, the third one, the one that I've played. <laughs> um, and I don't feel like it's getting enough credit for its storytelling with its characters in the game. I think a lot of people are like, oh, here we go. It's another, I don't want to spoil it because I, I think, I think uh, Mary would like it, but uh, the main story goes somewhere that's a little generic, but the side characters, they really are like companions in Mass Effect. Like you, you go through ups and downs with them. You do something in the main story that they don't like, and then they'll, they'll just straight up like lash out at you and just like, like yell at you about how disappointed they are. And then you can try to smooth things over with them and, you can like get into a relationship with one of the four of them. You can get married, like literally have a wedding, like a wedding ceremony. That's not just like some random short cutscene. No, like you have, you go to a tropical Island, at least for the wedding that I had. And you have a wedding with this person's like, like a mother who's not that present in her life. It was just a really unique moment in a game that I'm, I'm trying to be vague. Cause I really want married to play this game. Um, it, it was just this really unique moment that I'm like, wow, this is in a video game. And but before that, leading up to that, getting to know these characters, especially the one I married, her backstory was by far my favorite, like accidentally killed her whole crew. You find where her ship crashed, where she was stranded for months. You see where she stayed, where she bandaged herself up. There's like terrifying monsters everywhere. She tells you that the ship split in half and the other half like went on the other side of this planet. And then you can end up going to the other side. And I don't know, maybe there's something there that you didn't expect to see. And that whole section, and I know Brett didn't do that one. Um, I, I was just enthralled. I loved it. And it just so happened to be like my favorite planet. Like visually, it's my desktop right now on my computer. Like it's it's like a prehistoric like dinosaur planet, basically. Um, I loved it. But but it wasn't just Sarah. That's who it was. That's who I was obviously talking about. It wasn't just hers, though. Like I, I really liked everyone else's stories. Like uh, freaking, I forget all their names now. Um, uh, who's the guy? Sam Co. Sam Co. Um, his his stuff was really, yeah, his stuff was really cool, and some shocking moments can happen where some characters die, and it's 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 sad, and then they have like a funeral thing, and yes, when it comes to the presentation, Bethesda's very far behind because these characters are just standing there looking kind of emotionless, but I think the voice acting goes a long way with these characters, like, and the writing in general, like there are moments from 16-bit games that can be really emotional because the writing is so good, so yes, while Starfield doesn't look like cyberpunk when it's telling a similar situation, like let's say there's an argument at a bar or something, everything's not like super, uh, what's it called, like mo-capped, they're just standing there, but I think writing can go a long way. And I think that's where Starfield really shined for me. But it wasn't just the writing. I thought that the side quests that you can stumble upon are so interesting. Like there was one where I literally stumbled upon an abandoned casino that was overrun by Crimson Fleet people. And I ended up fighting in the casino in zero gravity, which I didn't even know zero gravity was in the game until I was in <laughs> that casino and I was floating around in battle. That's and cool. I thought that was really awesome. I stumbled upon this old lady who was like all alone uh, traveling the universe because her, her husband had passed away and she wanted to travel before she died. And you hear about did her, you put her out of her misery. I did not put her out of her misery. <laughs> <laughs> there's this one where you stumble upon this ship and there's this AI that straight up killed someone. Like it's like an AI computer that has like arms basically. And you have to debate with the AI on, on like whether or not it's a real person or not, like a, like a sentient being. And it's sort of like black mirror ish. And I was like, wow, this is so cool to have it in a game. 
And then my all-time favorite side quest that I randomly stumbled upon was the ship that mm-hmm. traveled from mm-hmm. 2024 to our, to where Starfield is, I don't know, however many years later, I can't remember how many years, but they had to but they did it in old technology. So they traveled super far and it, it took so long. They, they that, traveled like, like a couple generations of people, right? Like, yeah, like those people had those kids people left, those they kids died. Had kids. They had yeah. died. Yeah, That's so how long like, it took them to travel there. So yeah, there are people living on the ship who literally have never been off of it. And I just thought that was so cool. And then like, you have to basically find them a new home because back on earth in 2024 they had claimed this planet in this other solar system turns out it don't matter if you claim something if you show up like hundreds of years later and you're like really late and someone has already claimed it and they're just like they've already like have our planet what are you talking about (laughs) yeah Yeah, so what's what's funny is that that planet is the one i got married on like the tropical beautiful planet Uh, that they claim that's cool they they claimed and then they couldn't get like go back to it anyway there's more to it than that that i won't spoil um but there's so many good side quests like that in the game. And then uh, I didn't even talk about the faction quests. Like there's so there's four different faction quests that are so fleshed out. They're basically mini campaigns within the game. Yeah. And I really love the Crimson Fleet one and the UC Vanguard one. I really wish you did, Brett, because that's what fleshes out the entire game's backstory. How this world yeah. came to be, what happened on Earth, how we're able to travel the stars. It tells everything. Sort of like how... And Mass Effect, it, ex- it explains the mass relays and stuff, which I always thought was really interesting. This this does a similar thing, and it tells you why Earth's uh, gravitational pull or whatever started like drifting, and then ends up like turning into a dust planet. And yeah, just like traveling around the galaxy was awesome. I think I think going to Earth was awesome. This is a, this is a spoiler, but I think it's not that big a deal. Nah, I don't want to say it. Never mind. I, don't, I want Mary to be interested. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's there's companions. I mean, come on, you you got to play it, Mary. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Starfield is getting so much shit right now, and I don't really understand why. I really don't. Like, I feel like I've played a decent amount of games in this genre, and I, I think Starfield stands among like some of the best. And I don't love the combat. I think it's serviceable, just like a game like The Witcher 3. I, I don't love the combat or The Witcher 2. I don't think it's that great, but there are other things that shine that make it, in my opinion, like really awesome. So, yeah. While the combat and the ship fighting wasn't my thing all that much, I still liked everything else so much that I was intrigued the whole time. And come on, there's a cyberpunk planet. It was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that's I'll tr- I'll try and uh, stop talking about stuff. Yeah. And I, I went on kind of long. That's my game of the year. I, I liked it. Like I give it a lot of shit because we kind of give each other crap about PlayStation and Xbox yeah. stuff. But I enjoyed it, man. Like when when I beat it, I wanted to go back and play other factions that i never had a chance to and unfortunately once you beat it you cannot you it basically starts the game over, yeah so. whole game starts over. and i didn't well, know I that actually... or else i wouldn't have i wouldn't have beat the game before if i'd have known that that's the last thing you could do so. might go back and pick it up again it had uh i didn't realize it had the dlss update and a bunch of other stuff which was missing from the pc version so yeah i i just got it running on my rog ally by tweaking some of the visuals looks but pretty good for a handheld yeah. game that's for sure and i got a new gpu so nice now, let's get to the questions so we have a chance to answer yeah them. we gotta hurry yeah we only got 10 minutes sorry i went on so long yeah, you should uh, don't worry it was only like 20 minutes i've been wanting to let that out for a while <laughs> i'm tired of talking all these people talking all this shit about starfield it's so good <laughs> anyway questions game, from then. discord yeah, yeah. <laughs> where are they who has them? all right i'll read it i'll read it right. okay First one from Beavis Christ. 
best name. What critically acclaimed games didn't click for you and why? Mine are, I think, Control, Control. Nier Automata, and Diablo. Triple A games. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm very set in my Souls way. Games. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, pretty much yeah. any Just any, any game you hear me saying that I don't plan to play from week to week, add to that list. Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah, Far Cry is a good like, one. I, yeah, I know I've mentioned like uh, Grand Theft Auto just doesn't click for me, and then yeah, like Bloodborne um, mm-hmm. just didn't. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, same. Pe- the first thing and it annoys me when people say this. People are like, oh, you just don't like Souls games because they're hard. I'm like, that's not it. Like I mm-hmm. play challenging games. I play games on harder difficulties. Like I don't have a problem with being challenged. <laughs> it's yeah. just for some reason it's Souls like games. I don't know. Games. Just yeah. doesn't click. It's, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. even the challenge of Souls games. It's I don't want to have to run back to where I was. That's going to take yeah, me the minutes. checkpoint yeah. stuff is a nightmare. I hate yeah. the structure. I actually uh, made a big pact with myself while my friend CJ was here. I'm never playing a Souls <laughs> game ever again. I've decided. Dang. Like yeah, I'm wow. just not. I'm done. Like I'm truly done. I'm sorry. Unless <laughs> cool. unless unless an Xbox first party studio makes pee. one, then Brett will. Unless actually, John, so would you say that that's what I was playing yeah. that I decided because oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay. because like so many people say it's their game of the year, or a few people, and I was like, all yeah. right, I'm gonna get into this, and then I just died and I had to go back, and I'm just like, I just yeah. don't enjoy this gameplay style, like this structure, I just can't get into, I can't get yeah. with it. I'm I'm done trying to to enjoy it. <laughs> it's yeah. so weird that there's so, so many vocal people about those types of games or even just Souls like, and the completion mm-hmm. rate is like so small. Yeah. Like I remember, we were because they're all they're all big talkers. Except Elden Ring, that one's a big yeah. yeah. The weird outlier. Elden a lot Ring. of people I, beat Elden Ring. Surprisingly, it's funny. It's funny. Beavis said uh, Near Automata because that's actually one of mine mm. too. I super tried to get into that game and couldn't. And uh, for a long time, it was The Witcher. And then finally, as I've mentioned before, I this year I just put my head down and went back to it and finished it and loved it. So nice. Who next yep. up? Witcher three. Okay. Uh yeah, so this one's from Joe, and Joe had one more that I think we're actually gonna save for next week. But uh, this one is y'all touched on this a bit last episode with the stolen Vita, but I was wondering what your biggest video game related tragedy is: corrupted save, bricked console, mm. etc. About two years uh, ago, my son deleted every single save uh, on my PlayStation Vita, and that's why uh, I stopped playing Vita because <laughs> there were a lot of games uh, I was in the middle of playing. And a lot, a lot, and a lot of saves did not upload to the cloud. So, yeah, all the uh, all the PSP games and stuff they didn't have a, a cloud save, so they're all dead. They're all gone. Yeah, tragic. Uh, tragic. Recently was when I had to restart. I lost ten hours of my Baldur's Gate three. Mm. Oh yeah, that's um, right. I did that, but not so recently, but still extremely tragic. I had one of those big like four meg uh GameCube memory cards. It was the big one. It was all reliable. Plugged it in one day, corrupted. Um, Every single save from all my GameCube games, like mm. it's they're gone. I still have the memory card. I want to put it in a little <laughs> like square frame and hang it on my wall. But do it. That that was that was very tragic. That all my GameCube saves. I was like, man, I worked really hard on some of those files. <laughs> you kind of you kind of stole mine, but yours was uh, was bigger because more games. I still remember when I was a kid, uh, Tomb Raider two on PlayStation one. I had played, and when you're a kid, you f- you feel like you play games a lot more. You're exploring every single area, and like maybe you don't make that much progress because you're not as good with games. And so you're, I probably played the game like in a stupid amount of of hours, 
And I went one day to go on and start it. And my, the memory card I was using had corrupted and all my, all my saves really, that was the only one I cared about, but my Tomb Raider two save was done for. And mm -hmm. my only option was to start it over. Thankfully, the saving grace was my cousin, who was also playing it at the time, had beat it. So he goes, here, you can borrow my memory card and just put it in and go back to where you were. And, and I was able to go back to like a previous save. And then I just finished the game and beat it and get nice. the memory oh, nice. card back. So I was able to kind of get close back to where I was. So it wasn't like the end of the world. But yeah, that, that sucked for a minute. Cool. Yeah, do you guys remember copying saves on memory cards? Like you could put it like one copy to another. Yeah, maybe mm -hmm. maybe that's what I did. On I GameCube, copied it from I did his that to mine. A lot. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's mm -hmm. what I did. Because me and my friends, oh. like my cousin, his friends, like we had a Smash Melee save just passed everywhere, like passed around like a cheap floor. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it's because it had every character unlocked, so everyone just yeah. constantly copied that and used it. Yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah, I. I can't think of any obvious game-related tragedies that weren't partially my fault in some sort of psychotic rage, but uh, <laughs> I guess I'll psychotic just go with rage. Yeah, it, it used to be very common in my life. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll just go with my my Xbox 360 red ringing years ago. It was mm. I think it happened on Christmas Day because I I think I got Dead Rising 2 as a present, so I fire up the 360 to try it out. Nope. To this day, I have never played Dead Rising 2. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. And I even gave it to a friend. Like, a friend asked if he could borrow. I was like, yeah, man, go ahead. So I, <laughs> my best friends play Dead Rising 2, but I have never played Dead Rising 2. And the worst part, though, the part that actually makes me care so much is that it red ringed between Mass Effect 2 and 3. Oh, no. So I had, no. To play th I had to play 3 on PlayStation 3 with none of my uh, save data. So, like, uh, you know, like, Rex is dead. You know, like, <laughs> I, had, like I had, like, the worst of all worlds. So that really poisoned my whole playthrough, and I ended up not liking the game that much. And, like, I will I will never know how much I should have enjoyed Mass Effect 3. That sucks. Because I, I got, like, the worst possible version of it. So Play them, Replay them all. Legendary. Typical Xbox like L. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just that's bought mine. my brother today for Christmas. I bought him two games. MLB, the new one, the, the, the latest one, and Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Because yeah. he never played great. one or three. He's the one who got me oh, into Mass geez. Effect by playing Mass Effect Only 2. two. <laughs> wow. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, and then, Greg. Oh, mine was this goes back to when I was a kid. Um, you know, growing up, we, it was like, you know, rare that we got multiple games for Christmas, you know, we get one or two and that was it. So I was like, at the end of the Super Nintendo's lifespan, one of the local shops was, was, uh, the rental place had a bunch of games for sale and they just kept getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. I'm talking about like, you know, like there was like four or five bucks for, uh turtles in time uh sunset riders so mm -hmm. i went i would my grandma would take me back and i ended up picking up sunset riders turtles in time like all the major super nintendo games mystical ninja i probably had like mm -hmm. 25 30 games at the end of its lifespan and they were all like really really good sought after games and what did i do i was held on to that console for a while before the ps1 came out and i pawned every single uh, one of those classic games make me sick greg i yeah. know i i <laughs> kick myself every day thinking about the the library that i had 
and it was all just to get a PS1. And I think that was like my biggest mishap ever in my <laughs> life that I go back and think about it. And I'm like, I can't believe I got rid of all those good games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, painful. Yeah. PS1 was great though. So at least you got a, a good it console. It was a very good system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the trade off, no. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you mean. That's that's rough thinking about it. Yeah. All, right. all right. That's that it, right? Is, yeah. That is Press right. X, the video game podcast. We got less than one minute to, to to close out the show, and I don't know how much like like time there is because I wasn't paying attention to the clock. But For like love 40 seconds. seconds, yeah, 30, 40. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, thanks if you made it this far. Come join our Discord. Hit the link at the top of the description of the podcast that you are listening to right now. Uh, thanks so much if you. Wait, I already said that. Anyway, goodbye. Yeah. Join the Discord. <laughs> join the Discord. Join the Discord. Until then, press X X X X X X X X X X X X Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast is still not over. Uh, I already started editing it because I already have the other files. Nice. So, uh, <laughs> next week, we'll have to carve out time to actually talk about what we're playing. Yeah, yeah we, sure. have, I, we have. I'm going to trash Midnight Song. <laughs>